Hello, this is John Harrigan with the Secret to Immortality podcast. And today we're going to take a deeper dive into mindfulness for immortality. With the Secret to Immortality that we teach on our website, immortalnow.com, we show you three parts. Part one to the Secret to Immortality is mindfulness for immortality. Part two is Qigong for immortality. And part three is coaching for immortality or immortality coaching. One is mindfulness for immortality at immortalnow.com. Two is Qigong for lasting life. Actually, I said it wrong just before. And three is immortality coaching, coaching you, working with you personally, as I've done throughout my lifetime, working with mentors, mentors that have been very helpful. Today, what's going to help us, what we're going to work with is chapter six in our book, Qigong and Spiritual Growth. You don't have to have that book. You don't have to have it with you. But if you do have it, um, pick it up and look at it. It will kind of help you. That's the book, Qigong and Spiritual Growth. You can find it on our website. Go to the blog section. And to the right, there's a large link to Amazon where you can purchase the book. But again, you don't really need it. Just listen and go along with me right now on our podcast as we take a little deeper dive into mindfulness for immortality, how we're thinking, how we're speaking, how we're acting, our awareness of that, our awareness of our core of infinite good, love, kindness, and eternal life. We've written a book to help you with mindfulness for immortality. You can find that book on our website, immortalnow.com. The book is called Qigong and Spiritual Growth. You'll see that book to the right on our blog site. And you can click that and go to Amazon. But I'll read you a little bit today from chapter six of that book, Qigong and Spiritual Growth. And again, this is part one of The Secret to Immortality, which is mindfulness for immortality, along with two, Qigong for immortality, and the third part of The Secret to Immortality, which is immortality coaching. So chapter six of our book, Qigong and Spiritual Growth, is titled Born to Live Forever. So this chapter focuses brings you into that mindfulness for immortality, becoming aware of your eternal core, the core of you, the physical core. We don't need to get into other world ideas and um, metaphysical things. What we teach with the secret to immortality is who you are physically right now, who you can see and touch as yourself. That's the immortal you. You don't have to go anywhere else but be here, right here. And the trick is being here. And it takes a lot of practice to be fully here. And it's not all about being relaxed and calm. It's certainly that's a part of it, but it's going deeper and understanding that your eternal consciousness that most people probably feel when they meditate or when they're in nature or doing something enjoyable, our eternal consciousness can be taken into the physical being, the cells of our body. So bring bring it in a little bit as you're mindful, as you're calm, as you're relaxed, as you're aware of the eternal you, 
don't just stop there in a soup of warm happiness. Kind of start to channel that physical eternal reality into your flesh. And um, Qigong exercise can help a ton with this. Uh, just go to our website, immortalnow.com, and to the Qigong section, and you can find one you can do immediately on there that is a YouTube video. Back to the book again, Qigong and Spiritual Growth. Qigong and Spiritual Growth, Chapter 6, quote, Born to Live Forever. This chapter is suggesting the obvious. I'd say we're born to live forever. And if you have the book, go to Chapter 6 and look at the photo. We have a photo at the beginning of every chapter, at the beginning of every chapter, to help you kind of understand, to help you meditate, to help you be a bit mindful. There's no absolute meaning to the photos, but the photos are designed to take you to a deeper and deeper level of understanding and actualization. This photo has two men carrying a blindfolded angel, wounded kind of sickly angel on um, two poles, kind of like uh, pallbearers, pole bearers in a funeral. The angel's still alive, but the angel is blindfolded and sickly. She no longer has any of her personal power. And I suggest to you that as you look at that photo and as you listen to me describe it right now, that's who we all are. And that's what the secret to immortality is all about. It's under the st understanding the fact that we are angelic and infinite in our human power but we have blindfolds on and we have bought into a sense of limitation and weakness. You don't have to do that. You can wake up right now with me today. It's simple. It can be easy. <laughs> it can also be difficult, and, but I'll help you with that. And we'll help you in uh, coaching if you decide to go there. Chapter six, born to live forever. Underneath the picture of the somewhat fallen angel blindfolded underneath that picture is the quote, suffering and death are wrong. We're born to live forever. And those, those are pretty simple words, but hold on to them in a mindful, relaxed way. Suffering and death are wrong. Most people would agree to that, especially if you're suffering and near death. Gosh, this is wrong. It hurts. I'd kind of like to have something else. We're born to live forever. Born to live forever. With the secret to immortality, we suggest that we're all born to live forever, not one, two, three, or four, or special gurus or ascended masters. That, we suggest, is a bunch of egotistical nonsense. We're all here to work together, to be part of a family, a team, if you like, to help each other, everyone actual, actual, <laughs> for everyone to help everyone else to actualize their immortal core, their immortal consciousness. It really only works when we do it all together. We need each other for the consciousness, the power. We're all like branches of a tree. Um, it's a pretty good analogy, and I'm sure you've heard it, but it's so true, not just for the tree, but every tree. It sees another tree in, in every being, in every person, every rock and stone, <laughs> in a clump of dirt. All of that belongs to the world. So in chapter 6, it says, to summarize the chapter, six points. I'll go over those. Point one, love creates the best in life. And love, a certain type of immortal 
God-conscious love, or if you're not religious, just a deep human love that you sense, this deeper, greater love that binds everything in existence and goes beyond all of existence, this love is probably the primary characteristic of eternal consciousness. Love, love, love. If we're not feeling love, we're probably worried about something, worried about yesterday, today, and tomorrow, what will happen, what's going on, and there are reasons to worry, and we'll cover that some other time, and we can help you with that in our articles and other podcast episodes. Love creates the best in love. Love, that's true. Love creates the best in life, and love creates our immortal self. Two, in chapter six, get relief from stress and pain. So part of this chapter is teaching you how to get relief from stress and pain. Are you feeling stress? Are you feeling pain of some type, somehow, some way? Most of us are. Well, get into this eternal consciousness of love and bliss where we belong to everyone, everything, everywhere. Unified, unity, connected, healthy, well. Get into that and there's relief. Get into that goodness of being connected and stress diminishes and pain goes away. That's my experience, even with some uh, pretty difficult illnesses. One, two, and number three, what do you get from chapter six of the book, Qigong and Spiritual Growth? You get the cause of suffering and death. What is the cause of suffering and death? It's any thought, any action, any words that promote and serve suffering and death. We become mindful, mindfulness for immortality. We start to become mindful of how we're thinking. And we change our thinking a little bit at a time if it's not serving bliss, happiness, immortal consciousness. We change our thinking a little bit at a time if it's in the direction of hurting and harming other people and ourselves, if it's in the direction of suffering and death-causing acts. Again, chapter six in the book, Secret to Immortality, six things at the beginning of the chapter we go through, and I'm elucidating and elaborating on all those six things to give you the body of this chapter about how to be immortal. It's not something we become. We already are immortal. We suggest with the secret to immortality, but with the secret to immortality, we're helping you be aware and undo the death-causing features in our minds, in our bodies, in our lives. Number four, how to live a life of bliss and good. That makes sense, doesn't it? If we're moving away from hardship, pain, harm, and death, then how do we live that life of bliss and good that we get when we serve our core, our heart of eternal good? How do we get to that eternal good? How do we find it? How do we live it? Well, like anything else, it takes a little practice. It may be difficult at first if that's not your habit, but you can change your habit and the way you do it, one of the ways you do it is with our book, Qigong and Spiritual Growth, or just listening to these podcasts and and (laughs) medications, uh, Freudian slip upon, or really maybe it's the reality. Go to our podcast. If nothing else, listen. You're listening now to a podcast episode. Listen to other ones. Listen to our new ones. In addition to lectures and talks, 
We have exercises in the podcast that you can do. Everything we have can lead you to that perfect, blissful, perfect you, where you find that immortal consciousness, where you start to bring it into your body, into your world with how you think, how you speak, how you physically act. Number four, again, was how to live a life of bliss and good. These are the six things that summarize chapter six in the book, Qigong and Spiritual Growth. Number five is crack the code to life and gain control. Crack the code, the computer programming. I suggest to you, we have computer programming. Um, we're a lot like computers. Doesn't that make sense? We invented computers. Most things we invent are often aspects of who we are. I suggest to you that all the thoughts, all the words, all the treatment in your childhood, in your adulthood, the way you've been thinking, the way you've been treating yourself and other people, the unconscious words that have been planted in us throughout our lifetimes, the unconscious words of our parents, of their grandparents, of their great-grandparents, every harm and wrong throughout all time is kind of programmed into our genetics and into the actual treatment of one person to another. How your great-grandmother was holding your grandmother, how your grandmother was holding and speaking to your mother, got into your mother's flesh, your mother's brain, your mother's memory, your mother's instincts and habits, and, and all those people parented you. Everybody before us parented us. The good news is there's benefits somewhere in all of that that's powerful, and we can undo and move away from aspects of how we were treated that didn't do us well. So we talk about in this uh, chapter six how to crack the code, how to change the programming in our body and our brain. And I love science. I took a lot of sciences. I do well in it, and I still keep at it today, but I don't want you to think about science in any way. You don't need science. The secret to immortality isn't about science. If you're into science, you may see parallels and there be, may be aha moments and awakening, awakenings. That's cool, but you don't have to go into science at all. Just go into your heart and <laughs> your core and find yourself and let that self, that beautiful, perfect you express into the world. Um, the sixth part of the, of the parts or what chapter six of the book, Qigong Spiritual Growth is about. The sixth part is how to shift away from pain and death. That's what we're constantly doing. One part of mindfulness for immortality is becoming aware of your thoughts that don't serve goodness, compassion, nurturing. That's all we really need to be involved in is goodness, compassion, and nurturing, eternal consciousness, God consciousness, bliss, whatever you call it. We just need to be involved in that. And when we're around other people that aren't involved in that, we don't have to jump in with them into their hardship, their pain, maybe their anger and resentments, which are normal. We don't have to jump in. And that's easier said than done, but I promise you, you can do it slowly, bit by bit, changing a bit who you're with, maybe 
how you're long, how long you're with someone you may have to be with, a boss at work or a difficult family member, you can shift how you interact with them so you aren't caught up in their hardship, pain, and resentment. Quote, reading from the book in this chapter, chapter six, you'll learn the powerful role love plays in how we think and solve problems, how love is necessary for clarity and good solutions. We can't really think clearly if we're not calm, relaxed, and in a compassionate, loving place. I would suggest to you right now, reading from the book again, for clarity and good solutions, we need love, compassion in our mind, in our heart, in our bodies. Quote, you'll see how the world is created by everything we do, by how life behaves. End quote. You'll see how the world is created by everything we do. With the secret to immortality, we help you slowly understand how you, how we are creating everything, even the physical world, by what we're thinking, by what we're saying, what we're physically doing. Life itself, we suggest, the decisions before our species was here, there was a lot of other life. One-celled animals are making decisions every millisecond about what to do and where to go. We suggest to you that even bacteria and viruses that aren't quite considered life forms, over time, they're making decisions. Or sometimes they're making very fast decisions. You may go, huh? How does a bacteria make a decision? I suggest to you that in a way, all of life is making decisions. And we as humans have the ability to change the directive force of life's collective decision-making. Your individual decision, maybe this evening or this morning or this afternoon, to do something good or not react with irritation, harm, and retaliation, your decisions to act and be good, understanding your immortal purpose on this earth, your decisions have a lot of power and a lot of purpose in changing the way life expresses itself. With the secret to immortality, we teach you how to do that. We want you to get into a practice of finding your eternal consciousness of getting to a wonderful, perfect place, of joining with us in every podcast, maybe working with a um, an immortality coach when you think you're ready. There's a process, and it takes a little time, a little study to get ready for a coach, but um, contact us by email, and we'll tell you about the process and how to get ready for that if that's what you want. It helped me to have mentors. I've had mentors all of my life, beginning with my mother. And you can read about that in blogs on our website. You can find essential articles listed to the right of every blog page. And get busy reading those articles. Get busy um, doing Qigong. We have free exercises you can find by poking around our website, looking at our YouTube channel. For those of you that want to get going a little a little deeper, dive a little deeper with the secret to immortality, we have a course, Introduction to Immortality, you can get into. You can find that on our website. And we have a monthly membership where you can, um, with your monthly membership, you get every 10 days a Qigong exercise, a video exercise, 
a different one every 10 days that I lead you through and you get a unique and special lecture just for that iLab membership. You can find that again on our website, immortalnow.com. Just for today and right now, relax, be at peace, find the calm within you, the perfect you, the perfect core, eternal consciousness and good. I promise you it's there. Bless you and keep you for today and until we meet at the next podcast. That's all.